in Mark chapter 5, Jesus casts a legion of demons out of a man, and they go into a herd of pigs who run down into the ocean. Now, what does this story have to teach us about sharing our faith? Well, it's very simple, but very powerful. You're not going to want to miss this, so let's get into it right now. This is Cutting Edge Faith, the show that brings you the truth behind the headlines and equips you to live out your faith in the cultural chaos of today. God is on the move right now through people just like you. You were created for influence and impact. Let's take your faith to the next level. Learn more at RyanSHoward.com. And now, here's your host, Dr. Ryan S. Howard. Well, I'm sure you remember the story of when Jesus, this is recorded in Mark chapter 5, when Jesus healed a man with a legion of demons, many demons, and they went out and went into the pigs, and the pigs ran down the bank and into the ocean. It's just an incredible testimony of the power of Jesus Christ and the authority that he has over everything and everyone. Now, what does Jesus do after this happens? Well, this man is set free. He's in his right mind, and it's just incredible. Everybody's mesmerized by this. And Jesus says to him, this is in Matthew 5, verses 19 and 20. He says, go home to your friends and tell them how much the Lord has done for you and how he has had mercy on you. And it says that he went away and began to proclaim in Decapolis how much Jesus had done for him and everyone marveled. Everyone marveled. All he did was tell them what Jesus had done for them. He didn't go to seminary training. He didn't go and memorize the Romans road, how to share the gospel, how to do all this stuff. All he did was share what Jesus had done for him. And I want to invite you to think about what has Jesus done for you? What has Jesus done for you? Now, I want to come back to that in a second here, but I want to go quickly to Acts chapter 1, verse 8. Now, this is just before the ascension, and what does Jesus say? Well, he tells all who are there, he says, this is in Acts chapter 1, verse 8, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. My witnesses, my witnesses, witnesses. What does a witness do? A witness testifies to something they've seen or encountered or experienced. So this man was a witness. He was a witness telling people about what Jesus had done for him and the great mercy that God had had on him. And that's what we are to do. It's not complicated. And I want to invite you, do you have what you can share? Do you have something that you can testify to? That what has God done for you? Again, there's no training. We just need to be a witness. If if I was uh, on jury duty one time and they brought in over 30 witnesses and they just came and testified to what they knew and what they had experienced and encountered, that's what a witness does. They just give a witness testimony. And so I want to ask you, what is it? What is it? Now, you do have a testimony whether you whether it's clear for you right now or not. And if you don't, well, I want to encourage you to write about it. Just start somewhere. Sit and ask for it. Get with God. Get him engaged. What's going on in your life? What is it that you're maybe complaining about or concerned about or worried about? Are you bringing things to the Lord? Getting him engaged. 
Now, I really want to encourage you to write about it because if you actually write out your testimony of when you came to know Christ and a change in your life, that is incredible, and there's power behind that. And and if you don't have that yet, well, today's the day. Today is the day. It's a one-step program. We surrender, and we believe in the Lord Jesus and make him our Lord, our Savior, our King, and then he can become our treasure. And we need to repent of our ways and give our lives fully to him, surrendered to him to do with us as he pleases, and, and we just serve for him and advance his kingdom and bring him glory the rest of our time on earth and for the rest of eternity. Now, when you simply share a testimony, the way it was, the way it actually took place, not embellishing, not adding to it, not taking away from it, but with the specific details that are there that are appropriate for the time you're sharing it and with what actually took place, there is supernatural power with that. Testimony builds faith. Testimony builds faith. Now, it is incredible how, I mean, I remember... When I gave my life to Christ, he, God just opened my eyes, and on another episode, I'll go into more detail, and I have in the past as well, but I fell on my face, and I just completely said, I surrender everything to you. This is real. I, I was just amazed, and I remember the rest of the night, I don't remember, but the next day, I everything was different. It's almost like I was seen in color. I had overwhelming peace, overwhelming joy. I had uh, just like the things that bothered me didn't bother me. The things that I was like, oh, I should have bought this truck or I should have done this. And it, like they just, it just wasn't there. I just didn't have that on my mind. I was content. I was like, oh, I don't have to move to a certain place to be happy. I don't have to have a certain job to be happy. I don't have to do a certain relationship. None of this because Jesus is real and, and completely changed my life. And other times, I mean, I've been in a factory and I got to pray for somebody and I've seen miracles. I've seen eyes healed. I've seen uh, migraines go away. I've seen people get jobs, all kinds of things. But it doesn't always happen like that. But you know what? God's faithful. And I just plant the seeds. We just plant the seeds. And I get to talk about my faith with people and God will bring opportunities. And actually, most of the testimonies that I would share are not as dramatic as the ones I just mentioned. But they're no less supernatural. I mean, I've had projects that were stuck that I cried out to God on or a relationship where I got stabbed in the back and and God used it. He used it to make me more like himself and he helped me get unstuck on certain projects, helped me to know who to talk to. He, I mean, it's just incredible, these tiny little things too that you wouldn't expect, but certainly God was in them. But I want to encourage you, take the pressure off. You just have to be a witness to what God has done for you. And again, take some time, sit down, actually write it out. And if nothing comes to mind, well, hey, praise God, today's the day and it's time to dig in and let him get engaged. And, you know, pray about things that are major, that are so big that you would even be embarrassing to tell somebody that you prayed about it. And pray about things that are so small that it's like, I don't even know, that probably would have happened anyway if I didn't pray about it. Like, whatever, just pray, 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 all kinds of things, get prayed up. And then listen, just listen. Don't forget, after you lay your supplications and you know worship and all that, just listen what the Lord wants to say to you and prepare that testimony. What is it that you can share? And one final thing that I've really noticed is that when I'm close to the Lord, opportunities just come up. Opportunities come up. God can provoke things in people's hearts to ask about it. Sometimes he provokes things in us to talk about it. But it's done in a natural way. I mean, it's supernatural, but it's done in a natural way as well, where it's just, I mean, it doesn't have to be some uncomfortable, weird thing unless you're 
weird or going to make it weird. I mean, just talk about what he's done. I mean, just like you got no problem talking about your spouse or your kids or a coworker or a problem or a team. You're familiar with it. You have confidence in it. And so practice. Just talk about it. Just get used to talking about it. And the closer you are to him, the easier it will be. And if there is something in the way, a compromise or something like that, that you're embarrassed of, well, certainly deal with that right away. And if you need help, be sure to reach out uh, to help that you need. There's a book called Apologetics for a New Generation that talks about how you can easily bridge what's going on in the world today and everyday conversations to talking about your faith and how it impacts your, your life. And it's not always a straight up gospel presentation, although, you know, praise God when that opportunity comes, but it's really just, again, what has the Lord done for you? So I hope you'll take some time to really think about that and that you will ask God for an opportunity to talk about what he has done for you so that you can be one of those witnesses that Jesus talked about in Acts before his ascension. All right. Well, God bless you. Thank you for joining. Visit RyanSHoward.com to get more episodes and to let me know what else you want to hear about or any testimony that you have that you want to share. Thanks again. God bless. And we'll see you in the next episode. If you enjoyed this podcast, be sure to subscribe and you can help spread the word by leaving a five-star review and sharing it with your friends. Visit RyanSHoward.com to learn more about living the intentional, influential, and impactful life you were created for.